yo, what's up? What's up? It's me and Silo in the house today. Silo, say hi. Say hi. Hi. How's it, how's it guys? Uh, it's the two-man show today. Uh, uh, the Reds, the, the Red teams. Um, yep. yep. The, the third like one. Our, our squad has been hit. Not, not as yeah. hard as the other. <laughs> only, 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 only the teams uh, uh, that uh, have the most points in the league could, could join the show. Yeah, that's that was the criteria for tonight's show. I agree, Silo. <laughs> the top two teams. That's it. No one else matters right now. Hey, how's your day? Otherwise, you good? No, nah, not too bad. Uh, I'm visiting my folks, so that hints the the different background. Um, yeah, I had to uh, borrow my niece's uh, earphones, but but everything's good. <laughs> making a plan, always making a plan. And to be honest, you're always yeah, keeping the the social media guy on his toes as well. Silo likes <laughs> trying to get people fired. <laughs> it's all hey man it's not my fault that uh I'm, I'm too quick man i'm too quick i'm too quick man i'm, I'm still yeah. i'm still on leave i'm still on leave that's why i'm still on leave ah, okay all right only that makes sense back, only, only going back to work next week so i've got a lot of time on my hands but we um gold arms didn't authorize it leave though so i don't know you're taking liberties <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, gold lines only leaves before 90 minutes man yeah, that's true. 90 minutes and then, you know, you got to keep your match fitness. So it's all up to, to you. you it's, the onus is on you, rather, to, to keep your match fitness going. All right, guys, exactly, today yeah. what we're going to talk about is we're going to discuss the FA Cup fixtures. I'm going to look at some. <laughs> yes, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, yes, Scotty. Scott's right. Cheapers. Yeah, we, we've got a lot of things to contend with. If it's not COVID, it's ESCOM switching the lights off. Like two of the guys, their power has just been switched off. It's good timing yeah. as well, especially when you're trying to do a live stream sort of show but welcome scotty welcome um yeah so today we're going to discuss the fa cup a lot's been happening we might as well start with the first game silo um the arsenal or aston villa versus liverpool game you broke the news earlier about an hour yeah 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 but because i was watching i was watching um sky sports and then they reported that uh um on monday uh the aston villa players went in for training uh, and then um, before they went in for training, that they, that's when they do their tests. And once they did their tests, uh, they trained, and then they came in, came back the next day, and then they trained again. And then they got their tests after they trained, and then they found that some of the players had had tested positive for COVID. Um, and then thereafter, um, they told they went to test again. They tested again, um, and then they found that more players, had t- uh, more players and staff had tested positive, and then they asked them to self isolate. So they've been self-isolating since um, uh, what? Since today, uh, they didn't go into training this morning, um, yeah. and then they shut down the, tra- the training facility. So they're talking about maybe they could get the under 23s and under 18s to 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 be available for the game. Uh, but I don't think Villa would want that. You know, what I mean, like imagine, I don't know, like your whole squad's made up of under 23s and under 18s play, playing as Liverpool. I understand if you play against. I don't know Exeter, Exeter Town or something, which is what League Two, you know. But you're playing a yeah, Premier yeah. team. I think you want to have at least eighty percent of your 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 best squad available, you know. Yeah, especially when they gave us seven 0 the last time. I'm sure the confidence <laughs> will be they'll still be there in the camp. But I think for, from a local perspective, it's all right. You know, it's all right to to have the scenario come whether or not the game gets postponed. I think it's beneficial for Liverpool regardless. You know, if if they do have yeah. to play the younger squad. Then we, we're gonna uh, Jurgen Klopp's not gonna play his first team anyway tomorrow. Um, if the game rotate. does go ahead, he's, he's, he's gonna rotate, definitely yeah. rotate. It's not his focus. Never is. It's interesting. But but, um, but but why not? Why not? Like why is Jurgen Klopp not a? I'm not saying he's not a. He's never. I don't think he's as he won a double in, in Germany before. Um, because I know he's he has 
won the, the cup competition when Bayern yeah. maybe won the league. Uh, but when he won the league with Dortmund, I don't know if he actually won the the the, the German Cup, the DF, DF, what, DFB Pokal, whatever they call it. But like he never like, tries to go for these 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 tournaments. It's more of a Pep and a, and, and a Jose Mourinho thing where they are the ones who are trying to always win the League Cup and the FA Cup. Yeah, that's it's an interesting thing. I think for from his perspective, it's all about a certain dominance. You know, go for the big trophies and then you know, the smaller ones are secondary, especially when you don't have the squad. I suppose Man City's whole argument is that they've they've had a squad for a while, which is why they can compete sure. on all the all the fronts. Um, hence the the Man City performance against you guys yeah, yesterday night. Yeah, I think Bruno yeah, Fernandez yeah. was just tired. And, you know, United took a... Obviously, Lindelof playing wasn't great either. But, yeah, no, you know, no. Fernandez being tired was the, the difference in the game, I think. Well, amongst what else happened, there was a lot happened. But, yeah, I think that was one of the key factors. I don't know. I know we're talking about the Liverpool game before. Let's let's say that conversation for for the United for game Watford, coming up. For Watford, yeah, Watford, yeah, for yeah. the Watford game. But yeah, so from a Liverpool perspective, I think Matip's still injured. Cater apparently is on the fringe of coming, but he won't be ready for tomorrow's game. Jota's still a couple of weeks out. His legs still in a knee brace. So from that perspective, yeah, I mean it was always going to be about rotation. And as far as the Liverpool game goes, yeah, we'll see whether or not the game is going to proceed. Like I said, if it gets cancelled, it's probably beneficial for Villa as well as Liverpool. But if it goes ahead, it's probably more beneficial for Liverpool than it is for Villa. It's, it's going to... Obviously, Champions League is going to start, I think, in February. Um, and then it's obviously going to crowd the you know the fixture list for Liverpool, don't you, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, no, like, especially with the Champions League games. But either from that perspective, I think Jurgen Klopp, you know... He, You'd probably just want to go out of the tournament anyway. The, like you were talking about now, like the FA Cup's never been his fo- since he's been yeah. there. It's not been a focus for him. And, and his whole argument is he also he always says, you know, it's the fixtures, congestion. That's why he plays his weaker side. Meanwhile, he just plays the weaker side because he, he's going for other things at the end of the day. That's that's the, no. the, the fact of the matter. But talking about um, talking about the next game. That was nice, quick, and easy. The the Arsenal Newcastle game. I know we're meant to have Ooh. obviously Nick and Wonga here battling it yeah, out. But one man, that, would, that, would, that would be perfect. I'm sure he was doing his homework all week because this is the game that he's, ooh, he's ooh, ooh. Wonga. 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 Yeah, no, 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 not Nick. Nick's over it. I think Wonga's been trying to do his homework all week so he can give it back to Nick, but now he's not here. So that's, no, that's great. true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and, I, and I think and I think this would have been a perfect game for. For Arsenal, especially, I think he would have used his Europa League um, um, team to 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 start the game. You know, play Pepe, play uh, Joe Willock, play uh, Rista Nelson, um, play all those guys um, and give them a game to actually actually play. Um, it's actually interesting. You know, uh, I actually forgot to, to ask the other day, like the fact that Saliba left. Saliba left right on Monday, I think. And you really I know started- where you're going with this. Yeah. He started yesterday. He started already yesterday, and there was this rumor about um, there's this payment that Arsenal didn't want to pay. So when they signed him initially and they loaned him out for a year, there was a five million pound um, like sign on if you play, um, if you make your debut um, in your first season, you're gonna get five million pounds or something like that. Like there was something like that in his contract, and I think Arsenal didn't want to pay. You know, I believe that because they've just taken a 120 million pound loan from the bank as well, which is Arsenal just they do everything backwards, everything absolutely backwards. Let's talk about the Uzel thing. Um, like Uzel, they're deciding whether or not they should keep him. Venebacho want to sign him, 
But they're like, yeah, it might not make sense for us to get rid of him. We might as well just let him go, keep him and let him go at the end of the season. He's training with the first team anyway. I, I mean, explain that to me, Celo. <laughs> Does that make don't, sense? Don't, don't hold the guy back because I also heard if he goes for the budget, they'll continue to pay his salary for six months. So basically, effectively a loan and then he will leave at the end of, at the end of six months and then Fenerbahce will pay him, for, I think, €4 million Euros, uh, per year. Let him go, man. Free, free, free Uzel, man. Let him play. If you're not, not going to have him in your squad, let him play. Yeah, man. Like, and, you know, them talking whether or not it is going to be the right deal is an interesting thing because, yeah. like, make, surely making some money as opposed to cutting your losses, like not making anything, that just doesn't make financial sense. And you're taking loans out for the bank, but you don't want to sell a player who's not playing anywhere who's earning £350,000 a week. It's absolutely mental. And the whole That's Saliba awesome, thing dude. is also interesting because, like you yeah. said, they, they release him or they get they sign, let someone else sign him on loan and then they bring in another 19-year-old called Omar Rick, what, Rikik, Rikik or something like that. Where, where, where's he from? He's from Hitta Berlin. So they get rid of one youngster that they're overpaid. Oh, oh they signed another centre-back. Yeah, another centre-back, 19-year-old. So has this guy not seen what's happened to Saliba? I don't understand this. <laughs> No, that's that's a poorly run club right now. You know, you can't you can't be signing uh, such a such a uh, a good talent and then and then not even not even trying to play him in the game, man. You know what I mean? And I understand. Like I think I think people forget that you know um, what he's apparently his mom passed on just before he moved to Arsenal. Um, like back because like, he was loaned back to Saint Etienne, and then when he was leaving Saint Etienne and coming back to Arsenal, he mom his mom just passed on. You know, you move into a new country. Like man, if if they wanted to keep him in France. Loan him back to 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 France um, for the season, and then he can come back like at the end of the season. But then they kept him, and then they don't register him for the Premier League, and then he doesn't play at all Premier League or Europa League, you know. No, so the guy's already down, and they're just kicking him while he's down. They're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's all this noise, the the fee that's paid for the guys, the youngster, yeah, yeah. No, they're Chasing just doing everything, everything, everything backwards. But with regards to the all Arsenal Newcastle game, we kind of know how these guys are going to set up, don't we? You know. Yeah, no, that's true. Steve Bruce is going to go to the Emirates. He's going to sit deep. He's going to try and frustrate Arsenal. We, he knows Arsenal have been struggling with goals, obviously not in the last game, and that's pretty much going to be his game plan. And you know, pretty much throw on Andy Carroll ten minutes to go and hope to get a penalty in the box or something ridiculous. But, but I think what he should do, Steve Bruce, right? He should actually, um, because I heard after the Man City game, um, he didn't like the criticism that he got from the, the the Newcastle media and the fans in terms of how he set up against Man City. Um, and he kind of like said, hey, guys, um, if you guys, whatever type of thing, let me let me show you that I can actually play. And then that's where against Liverpool, he did try and get the ball a bit more against Liverpool. You know, he did get a bit more possession and didn't just sit back like he did against City. Where in City, he was sitting with like two banks of five, basically, you know. Um, like five, it was basically a five-five formation. You know what I mean? And against you guys, I think he did try a five-three-two type of thing. You know, so so he was kind of angry. And I think in this game against Arsenal, he must just go for it. You know what I mean? Even if you lose four-one, four-two, whatever it is, you know, at least just try to experiment. It's a chance for you to experiment for the league, for instance. Whereas you're gonna you're gonna play, I don't know, whoever they play in the Premier League next, then they're gonna be in a position where maybe they play against a team that's in a similar position on the table. But then they can't express themselves because they haven't been able to express themselves other games. And then they'll play against a team who always like to try and express themselves uh, in any game. And then they lose, you know. So I think they must just try uh, and take advantage and try 
and try to use the, the 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 other players who haven't been getting a start. Uh, I don't know how St. Maximan is because I know he had COVID. Um, they must try to bring him back in, play Almiron, uh, play all these guys who who did have COVID and probably I, I hope have, have recovered and give them a run against Arsenal. And you know, Arsenal will probably play uh, a weekend or or, or or the guys who are on the substitute bench and give them a run. So it'll be a good a good a good, a good game for them to try to do that. Yeah, man, I share that sentiment one hundred percent. Like, just you know, you're losing nothing. You're losing nothing, and it's exactly. not like your job is on the line if you don't win the FA Cup. Try yeah. something different. Let's see if you get rewarded. And if you get rewarded, stick with the players that have done the job. You know, um, yep. and Steve Bruce is. It's it's like a it's it's one of those manage. It's similar to the South African mentality of managers. You know, you'd rather set up not to lose as opposed to go out there and win. And yeah. he would actually, if he came to the PSL here in South Africa, the Oak would clean up. I can tell you that much. <laughs> you you think he'd do all right? He would give Nick a run for his money. The only thing, the only thing he'd struggle with is handling the players, our local players. I think that requires a special arch. You need like a Sammy Troughton who used to play for Wolves, who's back here, you know, coaching. Well, um, agree, yeah. Who's he coaching now? He's coaching NFD now. They, he got his Isn't side promoted the weekend. Keep, 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 no, 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 Pretoria Kelly's. Pretoria Kelly's. Pretoria Kelly's. Oh, Pretoria Kelly's. Yes, Pretoria, Pretoria Kelly's. Yes, they got they got win from ABC Mutsipe League into into the NFD. Yes, that's true. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And you know the one interesting random fact. You know he tried to sign me once while he was at Nutty Lions. And then you said you said you don't want to go, right? <laughs> no, I was still studying, man. I was studying there at Tux. Uh, I was like Nutty Lions, bro. Come I'm on, not going man. all the way there for Nyols. And then the guy landed up there. I think he only landed like another six months because they weren't paying players, and I was pretty much validated for that reason. And then he went yeah, to no, Black Aces, and from Black Aces, I never got another call. <laughs> you know, you get that one, that one call, boy. Yes, yes, man. That's the thing. I see. I see. Uh, what's his? Uh, this is Gumede. Uh, he say that the Gunners are firing at the moment. It'll be, it should be difficult for Newcastle, but it's a cup game. You know, a cup game. You know, anything can happen. Players get rested and so forth. But yeah, the the momentum is with Arsenal. Um, Emil Smith Rowe, uh, Martinelli, Saka. Saka. Yeah, we're putting Nketiah on and whatever, and yeah, and, and they, but they mustn't let that other guy keep it. Eh? Remember the guy who kept against uh, <laughs> yeah, the one who dropped the ball <laughs> against City. Yeah, if if they let him keep, then they'll lose. But 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 yeah, uh, I don't even know how they signed him eh? because but they you know, signed him one guy hasn't been speaking much about um, about one guy that I think's made a difference for Arsenal um, because he's been out for a while. But he's come back now in the center half. Uh, I think his name is Murray. Oh, yes, yeah, so the, the Brazilian guy, yeah. The yeah, Brazilian yeah. guy. I think because what happened with the whole Arteta, when Arteta came in, he started playing and he was doing well for them. Obviously, Arteta oh, brought him in. And now that he's been playing again, I think that's also one of the, the things that yeah. Arsenal have been benefiting from. Yeah. It's having him at the back, a decent guy at the back who isn't taking too many risks, but more authority in the back. And then he's got the youngsters yeah. around him who are, like you said, from Steve Bruce's perspective, prepared to go out there and express themselves. And that's that's the huge thing. You need someone to go out and express yourself. And that's, like you said, um, yeah, yeah, Arsenal are favourites. But cup games, you know, anything can happen over 90 minutes. And if Steve Bruce does yep. decide to go for it, but we know what it's he does. We know what he does. He tries to keep it in. He tries to stay in the game long enough up until 15 minutes and then have a go. And that's pretty much how that's going to play out. Um, but let's let's talk about the one that, you know, you you're an expert of. The, the Man United versus Watford. But before we discuss kind of what's happening there, we might as well touch on what happened last night with yeah. regards to the Man City game. I mean, Man City came to Old Trafford and they, they did the business. I always get worried when I see Fernandinho start. He reminds me of a Chihuahua because he's always like an angry Chihuahua. He's always like nipping at your heels. 
And because he's seen as a chihuahua and he does these, like he's biting you maliciously, but because he's a chihuahua, nothing ever happens to him. You know what I mean? So as soon as he's playing for Man City, you always go, "Uh uh-oh, there goes any of your rhythm. Whenever the team plays against him, the rhythm goes out the window. He just knows how to break a play and then the bonus Mm. or the cherry on top is he'll end up getting a goal last night. No, he's he's very good at those technical fouls. He fouled Bruno uh, in the first half and then he fouled Pogba and then when he fouled Pogba, they gave him him a yellow card. Uh, But yeah, man, I think that game yesterday, um, I like, I wasn't happy firstly with Lindelof starting uh, because Eric Bailly has been playing, what, four games in a row, um, clean sheet against Everton, uh, clean sheet against Wolves, uh, then, what, the 2-2. So why, like, why did he do that? Why? It doesn't make sense. He, he, because, to your point, let's think about it. Let's think about it. Bruno Fernandes has been starting most. The only player who's played just as many games since he signed for the club is Harry Maguire, right? Harry Maguire. Yeah. Yes, he's played every game, yeah. Yeah, and look at Van Dijk when he was at Liverpool before he got injured. He played nearly every game. A centre-half position isn't as strenuous. You can get away with playing 90 minutes, just reading the game, controlling the back, especially if you're the team who's on the front foot and just reading the game. So why does he choose to take out an Eric Bailly when he's doing, like you said, he's doing the business? Explain the rationale behind it. There's just, it's ludicrous. It was painful to watch because because also with Maguire and Lindelof, then he he defends a bit deeper. You know, uh, with, with, but with Bailly on, on the field, he, he can at least play a, a higher line. And then obviously it makes, it, makes, it makes the field a bit more compact. And then there's less space between the, the, the defenders and the midfielders and the midfielders and the strikers. But then if you're playing Lindelof and Maguire, slowest guys in the world, then there's this huge gap. You know what I mean? Um, but, but I think, um, yeah, I mean, um, what's this? Man City deserved to win the game yesterday. Uh, they were the better team. Um uh, I think you know Man United just were just off, man. I think um, the guys that 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 when they did get on the ball, Bruno Fernandes, for instance, he tried too hard. He tried way too hard. There was a time when you could just make an easy pass, but then he makes straight pass. You know what I mean? Like I, I just I was just so frustrated. Um, then Rashford was offside for every single pass that he got. Like I think it was offside three times. Just just look at the line. Look at the line, man. And I. Ah man, it was just it was just infuriating. But I think um, Ole, uh, I was even tweeting yesterday that Ole's now lost four semifinals, right? Yeah, that's not that's not doing him any favors. Eh? And also, in he got knocked out of the Champions League group stage when he was in a position of strength in terms of being the number one team, only needing to get one point against PSG and Leipzig, only one point to qualify. And then those two games, he got zero points. So that is also for me that that's also like a semi-final. You know, that that those two games were also semi-finals for me. So I I look at it as zero out of six. That he's that in the big games where there's something on the line, it means something. Um, there is a there's a there's a there's a prize at the end of it in terms of being in the last six in the Champions League, being in the final of a cup final. Um, and he lost all six of those games. That, 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 that's just poor form. I, I think but also, he, like the night before the game, he's coming out saying, if we lose this game, there's no, excu- no excuses. Yeah. I don't understand it. His track record speaks for itself, but he goes out and he puts more pressure on himself. And like yeah. Scotty was saying, the players just didn't show up. And you're playing at home. Man. Like, I don't it understand didn't. that. You know, you, you might, and then the whole Van der Beek thing, Van der Beek whole scenario as well. You sign this Last player four minutes, yeah. and you put him on four minutes. Well, it's no, really. Also, um, that, he couldn't have been a. It couldn't have been a an Ole signing. That's this whole thing. He's the whole not, handing he's of the not. Yeah, that's what it was. No, it was not. just a desperate signing. 
he's, he's a signing from the club. The club said, okay, cool. Here's a player that we've identified as being a good player. Uh, we can't sign Jack Grealish for 70 million or 80 million, whatever Vela wanted. Uh, but here's a player who's what going for 35, 38 million pounds. Um, yeah, let's sign him. You know what I mean? And he probably, I don't know, he, he probably didn't have, he couldn't say anything. He couldn't say no, couldn't say yes. He just had to say, okay, cool. Bring him on. I'll take him on. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. He seems like a good player. I'll use him. Um, yeah, he's from Ajax. You know, he's playing the Champions League. Uh, good player. I'll bring him on. And it's and it's and it's frustrating because he's such a good player. He could offer so much. He could have taken off Bruno Fernandez at like the 70th minute, or taken off um, what's his Fred and Mc, or McTominay. Just just try to do something. He had five subs because for the league cup, yeah. yes, you could do five subs. He brings on Greenwood and and then doesn't bring on another substitution. Like ah oh, man, like. So, but quick quick question is: I mean, there's been a lot of talk about the whole Bruno Fernandez thing being compared to. Eric Cantona, and then also the other thing now that they're putting the stats of him and uh, De Bruyne showing, you know, his goal returns as well as his assist count. Um, For me, these comparisons are a bit crazy, firstly. I mean, two different players. You've got a a De Bruyne last night. He played in the starting lineup. He was far up the field, right? But he played more of a number 10. You know what he did? He did the Bobby Firmino role, but he did it on drugs. You know what I mean? Like a far better job coming deeper, playing in a Sterling and a Murray's in behind with fantastic balls. Also, smack, yeah. he can just do everything. So when you're comparing this, in your mind, how do you see him? How do you see Fernand? Look, he's had a huge impact in your club. The only reason you guys yeah. are competing for the title currently, despite the fact that there's COVID and everything else, is the fact that he is the right sort of mentality in the, in the dressing room that is required right now, as well as he's delivering on the pitch. But when he's not delivering yeah. on the pitch... I think I think you know the other problem is is that is that is that it happens often with fans, right? We we get excited about a player because a player's scoring goals, he's creating he's creating chances and so forth, right? And then we like, oh, this guy's the best player in the Premier League, whatever, whatever, right? He is currently one of the best players in the Premier League, right? But you need to perform at a high level for multiple seasons for a player to be considered uh, a great or a legend, or to be compared to legends, right? Because then Cantona was at Man United probably for, what, three, four seasons, and he won stuff. You know, he won the Premier League, he won the FA Cup, um, you know. So he had also been performing at Leeds before that, before he came to Man United. So he had been performing at a high level uh, in the Premier League. Bruno Fernandes come from the Portuguese League, right? Yes, one of the best players in the Portuguese League, but still, you still need to prove yourself in the Premier League, you know, for a consistent amount of time. You know, um, similarly with 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 um, with uh, what's this? With like Asala, for instance. Salah scored first first season, lots of goals. Cool. You still need to do that multiple seasons for you to be considered uh, great of the Premier League. You know what I mean? And he's done that. You know, Harry Kane. Similarly, Harry Kane is now one of the best um, strikers ever in the Premier League because why? He's done it for multiple seasons. What 150 goals in the Premier League? You know, you need to do it for multiple times. So I think Bruno Fernandes. Yes, he is the best player at Man United currently. Um, top five players in the Premier League this season, but you still need to win stuff. You still need to do it for a number of seasons for you to be that person. You know, look at Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne has been doing this for too long, man. He is like against Chelsea was 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 perfect. You know, what I mean, he was playing he was playing a false nine role, um, and he affected the game so much. And I think uh, what Man City are doing right now, Man City are hitting the are hitting form at the right moment. Um, they're being yeah. consistent. John Stones is looking like 
the 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 the, the, the talent that he was touted as because of Ruben Diaz. Ruben, he's like like that's that's the best signing that City's done for the last two seasons for me. Uh, Ruben Diaz because he's, uh, he's but he's also you know we're talking about leaders um, in, in the shape of Bruno Fernandes. Ruben Diaz is the same. Exactly. Exactly. Against against Chelsea, he was man of the match for, for me. Um, like he's everywhere. He's he's block, making blocks. He's in the box. Like I don't I don't think I, I don't know how many goals Man City have conceded uh, by headers, but uh, by by set pieces. I mean, but I'm sure it's very it's very few because they've got the best defensive record in the Premier League, and you can see why. Uh, because their defenders are actually. I'm contributing, you know, Nathan Ake as well when he comes in or Laporte when he comes in. Those four centre-backs. But also backs. Cancelo. Cancelo, like, the, and you know, you're Yeah, he's saying, also been good. Not, he's been, yeah. been very good. There are a lot of, there are a lot of, when he was at these matches, I thought it was great. He's much better than, than, than Kyle Walker because Kyle Walker has a mistake in him. Uh, what, what does Roy Keane say? Roy Keane says he's an idiot, right? Because he always has an well, area. I think he's right? an idiot. I think Kyle yeah, Walker's yeah, no, the it, biggest idiot ever. Oh, but but we can say it on this show, right? But Ricky says it on on on, on national oh, this is on on worldwide TV. You know, um, you know, Kyle Walker has a mistake in him. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, Cancelo, and then obviously at the left back has never been steady. But Zinchenko did well last night. Uh, Man United just need to, um, you know, get past this this, this performance. Um, look at Watford on Saturday. Uh, play some of the French players. Uh, play Jesse Lingard. Damn man, poor guy hasn't played in a while. Play just in the guy. Play Donny van de Beek. Uh, play Axel Pepe. <laughs> uh, play te- play Tellez. Um, Dean Henderson must start as well. You know, uh, he almost he almost would have covered himself had he done that. Had right. he done that? No, I'm saying well, had he played those yes. players. Yeah, had he played yes, those players and Rizal didn't come through, they would have been like, well, I get it. But then he probably would have been criticized for the fact that, you know, he hadn't gone for the trophy. Like when you were saying him going to the finals because he's he's being rewarded for taking the competition quite seriously. And one of the things I want to like touch on is that if you're looking at Man City, I think Man City in the last seven years have won the, the League Cup five times, five out of seven times. They're now one away from equaling Liverpool's record as to being the joint leaders of winning this trophy, which is it's just a short period of dominance. It's going, we've got the squad, yeah. we're going to compete. But also what it does is it instills that sort of winning mentality within the squad, be it a small trophy. It it's like sends that that belief throughout the squad, it and does. they can carry it through, which is an interesting one. And you know, uh, Scott talking about in you know, Ole's defense, you know, Don, you know, van der Beek, Donny, Donny van der Beek. I'm going to say it like in Dutch, you know, van der Beek. Um, what's interesting is him not playing. Is you know maybe he's trying to bed him in slowly, like you know, if we're looking at what a Jurgen Klopp does, for instance. The difference is when Jurgen Klopp signs players and they don't get a run, it's because the first team are doing really, really, really well. And that's that's the difference, and it's 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 hard to get guys in. I think with Oli's, apart from Fernandez, I can't, and po- possibly Rashford, I can't say that everyone in that United starting eleven has been one hundred percent convincing, convincing enough to say, okay, don't you don't get it, you don't get ninety minutes here. So so and and the thing and the thing is right is that you've got you've got you've got a player like McTominay right and and fred we uh, we, we call them a, a mcfred it's a, it's, a, it's a mcdonald's meal uh mcfred uh those two players they always start together right and they start together because they try to protect who they're trying to protect lindelof and Maguire's uh lack of pace right that that that, 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 that that's how he does it but if you start eric Bailly, there you remove mctominay and put pogba in the middle so he can get on the ball and then you can play 
Um, you can play a Donny van der Beek because even Donny van der Beek sometimes for, for for the Netherlands, right? He can either play as an eight um, next to what's his um, uh, Frankie De Jong, and then Wijnaldum is, is plays as a ten, or sometimes he plays as a, as a ten. Wijnaldum plays as a, as a left as a left mid, or he plays as a left mid and Wijnaldum plays as a ten. So you see, he, he so he's a he, he's a he, he can play multiple positions, you know, as as many Dutch players can. So he can play as an eight, he can play as a ten, he can play uh, on the left on the left mid as well, right mid as well. So because because he, because he gets to those um, clever spaces. So I think Ole needs to introduce him because they are because he's better on the ball than what we have in a McTominay, for instance. Um, yeah. I feel, I feel, I feel. And also, I don't know, like. I, I get what you're saying. They're putting the two holding midfields, the McFred there to cover the two, two center halves, which in itself is a problem. Um, but I'm thinking, do you really need both of them on the on the park? You do. You? you don't. You need one. You need one person because cool. Yes. Um, and also McTominay's base, best position, right, is box to box. That's that's McTominay. Um, like against Leeds, you know what he what he did against Leeds, um, contributing defensively and and and, and, and attacking, right. But then, when you play against Man City, you're asking him to sit, right? To sit deep and to to defend, right? But then, when he gets on the ball, he loses the ball. You know what I mean? So rather put Pogba there, because at least Pogba, when he gets the ball, he can at least make a pass, you know, um, to 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 a Rashford, you know. Selo, this is the one I want to talk about, and yeah. this is exactly Scott. You and I could be friends because this is what I've been saying to you, Selo, Martial. He wouldn't start for me either. When I watch That's that guy play, yeah, and Scott Scott says the same thing. Let's look at Marcel's performance last night. One of the highlights, one of the highlights in the game was him having to get the ball out wide, play a one-two from the outs, like while while City are sitting deep, he's gone out yeah. far to collect the ball and then come through the middle. When you're a center half and a team setting up like that, you need someone to be leading the line. And if you want to play number nine, that's what you've got to be doing. <laughs> that's but, a but, but, you know, but, but, but you know the thing is there was no service to him. There was no service. So what ended up happening then is that if you if a player if a player doesn't get service, right, a player goes into different types of positions to try to get service, right? So you've sorry, seen sorry, this sorry, I was gonna tell Scott we're best of friends, man. We are best of friends. Uh, uh, now yeah, we yeah, now we're be, even better friends. I, I can be best of friends and, 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 and but 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 that's, that's the thing is that um you look at that game, they didn't get any service, very little service. The service that, that was received was very was very little. Bruno messed up the ball so many times. You know what I mean? I feel, right, he still has a lot to offer because, because he holds up the ball very well. In the game against Villa, he played very well. You know what I mean? Um, if, you have, if you don't have service, you don't have, you don't have possession in the game, right? How can you affect the game as a striker, right? If, play, if balls are not being played into, into the right positions, right? He, he had a ball where he tried to, he got a pass from Pogba and he tried to cross it um, into, 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 what's his, into Rashford, um, then went out for a, for, a, for a corner kick. You know what I mean? So he got into... Probably one or two positions where where he could affect the game, and that's that's because that's because um, at least that's when they tried to play it into him. But otherwise, if you're not playing the ball into him, similarly with Cavani, this matches where Cavani has started, right? And we're not playing the ball to Cavani. Then what happens? Cavani gets no chances, and then we say, "Hey, Cavani is a waste of waste of waste of time up front." But he didn't get the service. If you don't get service, how can you affect the game if you don't get service? You know, you make that run. The difference is no, no. But the difference is Bruno Fernandez lost the ball so many times yesterday, right? And Marshall was waiting to be serviced, and Rashford was waiting to be serviced. Okay, Rashford was running to offside positions. 
but it, they were waiting to be serviced. But if you're not being serviced, then what happens? You know what I mean? There was a time when Rashford ran into the box, Pogba overhead across with his left foot, it went over his head. And that was that was getting to position, you know what I mean? Uh, Rashford made another run, Bruno Fernandes tried to make it cross, it went over Rashford's head, you know what I mean? If players are making the run and the, they're not receiving the balls, what must happen? Okay, but I want you to answer this apart from last night's game. Yeah. On average, if you had yeah. to say throughout Martial's career now, yeah. Right? And these are two different players, but if you had to take a Gene Van Halden playing for Liverpool, and I had yeah. to say to you, Celo, Gene Van Halden, out of, out of 10, what is his average performance rating? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, watch, I don't watch him in every single game. So. Well, I, I'll tell you, I know he's going to come 7, 8 out of 10 every week. He's going to come and he's going to do his job. With Martial, what, what, can you honestly say he's that consistent in terms of you know what you're going to get despite whether or not he gets the delivery? I'll ask Scott, what happened last season? Scott, I'm asking you, Scott, what happened last season? Please, Scott, tell, answer me, last season. Oh, there we go. Scott said exactly what I just said. No, no, <laughs> but, but ask me. Ask me, last season, what happened? Last, just ask me. Also answer me, uh, Claudia, what happened last season? Look, I'm not worried about last season. I'm talking about now. No, but I'm, I'm asking I'm you. I'm ask, but I'm asking you. But I'm asking you. I'm asking you. A player, a player, a player, a player can can be judged. Listen, right? A player that sometimes um hits hits what's his uh, okay, runs, but, okay, okay. But say listen, 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 listen. Also, right? In the last uh, what is it? Uh, six games, right? Marshall has contributed seven um goal contributions, right? Three goals and four assists in the last six games. Okay, not now. Last seven games, he's got seven goal contributions, right? And um, that's four assists and three and, 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 and three goals. What is wrong with that? He's contributed, right? In the last game, he scored a goal. In the other games, he had assists and goals, right? Or, or am I but, wrong? You know? But, 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 but if you've got to choose but, between Cavani leading the line now that you've got the option, Cavani or Martial, you're still going with Martial to lead the line? Yep. Yes, to I do. play number nine. To play number nine. Listen, we can. I've always said we can start all three of them: Rashford, Martial, and Cavani. In, uh, as a but I'm asking you. I'm not saying start all three of them. I'm saying yeah. to play number nine. If you had to choose between Martial and Cavani, who do you pick? Now I'll, I'll pick. I'll, I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick. I'll pick Martial because um, ah. <laughs> you lied for the team. What's no, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Listen, this guy contributed so much for the team last season. And for, what did you do last season? Just please tell me. Please tell me. Look, I'm not the only one saying this. Look at this. Jason no. chipped in here as well. He's a, not going to have to be the man striking a title winning he's, team. He's, Thank he's you. a Liverpool Thank fan. You. How many goals did uh, what, what did Marshall do last season? Please answer me, Claudio. I'm not worried about last season. I'm telling you now. I'm You've asking you a question. If, I'm asking you a question he, last season. He, he scored, he he scored some goals. He scored some goals towards the end of the season. That's what he did. No, First half of the season, he, he wasn't no, there. No, no, no. He was injured. He was injured. He exactly. Was injured. He wasn't there. He was injured. He wasn't there. But, 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 how, many, but, how, many goals, but how many goals How many goals? did he score? Only After lockdown, right? He was the second leading goal scorer, right? After Antonio, right? Second leading goal scorer after lockdown, right? That's Martial, right? It's after lockdown. Second leading goal scorer, right? And before that, you know, yeah, he's got, he's got 241 games, 76 goals scored. Thank you, Scott, for the stats. And he was playing, he was playing and, left and wing. That's on a great to return. And he was playing left wing. He, wants and he, was, he was signed at the age of at the age but, of nine. But you saw him last night, yeah. though. And so nine. What about other games? What about other but games? I'm, but I'm talking about. I'm what talking about, about, about Aston Villa. 
Villa. I'm talking about in and no, out, number nine striker. Aston Villa. Aston Villa. What about Aston Villa? Okay, let, let me let me defuse this a little bit. Let me uh, say that. No, no, let me say this. Must agree to disagree. Listen. No, no, I, but let me say this. I just want to say this. Listen, but listen, but listen, but listen, but listen to me, right? Listen to me, right? His performances, right, this season there have not been to the level that he had last season, right? I, I will say that, yes. Last season, he had a great season, right? He contributed in terms of goals and assists and in terms of his whole lot of play. This season, he has not hit those standards, right? And because of that, right, that's that's where I feel that we could, we've could we used him um, sometimes as, as as a left wing and play uh, Rashford on the right and Cavani in the middle. And it has worked well against, uh, I think it was Istanbul, Bashik Shahid. We must use that again. That formation because it 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 it, it adds it adds it adds, it adds a lot. You know what I mean? Okay. You know because because Greenwood because Greenwood hasn't been on form. You know what I mean? Oh, Scott's got another good question here. Martial or Kane? Martial or Rude? Who's Rude? Vanessa, I'm assuming. Oh man, come on, man! Why are we going? Why? Kane is is <laughs> is the best striker in the Premier League. Yeah, but, but that's exactly it. No, but that's the point. The point that you've just made. No, but but the point is. I'll ask you a question. Kane or Firmino? What about Kane or Firmino? I still go for me for how Liverpool play. For me. Oh, 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 let's continue. No, 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 let's move on. Let's move on. I no, not, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. All right. Let's, all right. let's talk on. about let's if, talk if, about the if you, can't, if you can't if you can't say Kane over Firmino, then we might as well move on. No ways, but for Liverpool setup. Ah, no, we might as well move on. So, so you think Kane? We might as well move on. But maybe based on the evidence that he's shown this ah, season, you ah, think he's good well enough to come in there and play like do what he's doing Kane, for Liverpool, what he's doing for Spurs now? You Kane think he's good enough to do that? Kane, Kane doesn't get enough respect from people. Kane no, been, I'm not disrespecting Kane at all. You didn't no, hear what I but, said though. But for you to say Firmino over him, only person that 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 you can I was saying for the Liverpool's current setup, yes. But but listen, Kane is is can set up in any setup. But this is what I'm saying to you. I'm saying based on the no. evidence as to how he's played this season, possibly yes. But based on the chemistry and everything else, I can't I can't do that. I can't do that right now. Oh, but here's another thing. Here's another thing. Jason says Kane scores over twenty goals in the league every season. But who scored more goals last season between Firmino and Martial? But here's the thing, though, Celo. Yeah, no, no, Celo, Celo. But no, the scored, point is, who, I think the no, point who scored, is, who scored? But who scored more goals between Marshall and 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 uh, for me last season? Yeah, obviously Marcel did it because he's playing. He scored. He's, 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 scored. I, I think Marcel's more of a natural finisher, no doubt. He's but my scored, problem is, scored. and I've told you this, I've told you this. Marcel is a natural finisher. He is very inconsistent. And if you want a title, like these guys are saying here, if you want a title-winning side. You need someone like a Martial at the United leading the line. The difference is with Firmino. Firmino's got a Salah and Mane contributing, what, 15, 20 goals a season. Firmino's helping that. Unless Martial's doing that, one or the other. He scored, he scored 17 goals in the league last season. And, and, right. and, 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 he, had, and he had more other, and, and he had what, nine, ten assists? Yeah, but you, you hang, I suppose the, the question was, at the end of the day, is for number nine, if you had to pick between, and I'm talking purely number nine, not starting three players, four players, whatever the scenario is, number nine between Cavani 
and a and a Martial. Who would you pick? I'm getting from you that you're still going to stick with Martial. I would go with the Cavani. That's for me personally, just because he's he is yeah. arguably one of the world's best finishers to date yeah. for this season that's alone. Cool. That's who I would put up there, no doubt. Cool. Um, but that's with cool. regards to the Man United versus Watford game, how do you think that's they're cool. going to set up if this game does go ahead, given that COVID doesn't interfere with it? What do you think Oli's no. going to do on this bounce? Oh, man, I think he needs to he needs to give, as I said, the other players a chance. Um, definitely needs to give um, Tonzebe a run. Um, Brandon Williams needs to get a run. Um, Tellez needs to get a run. Um, so I think he needs to give all those players a run. Donny van de Beek, um, I think he can bring on Igalo in the second half uh, before, he end, before he leaves for, for, for China because we're going to end his... Um, in these what's his in these uh these uh, like also, a, a health a health risk like to send a guy to china right now no it's actually a good thing because hey man china's living living it up man but 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 i think i think actually there, there was rumors that um other premier league teams might actually want to sign him actually um right now um and west brom, maybe yeah he could he could he could do well at west brom um he's played you know he's played for watford in the premier league before uh, and he's played for united now recently so I think that 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 would work for him. Well, I mean, uh, playing playing is quite of a an overstatement. He, he was there. He made a couple of appearances. He hardly played. Yeah, last last season he played. Last let me say last season he played. Last season he played in the Europa League. He played in the in the FA Cup. Uh, he scored some goals against I think Derby in the FA Cup. Um, so definitely I think those 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 um, he's, he's and he's there. He's training. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, let's see what happens with him. All right. So. Pretty much a gallo, you reckon they're gonna change squad? Cool. We might oh, yeah. You'll come up the bench, yeah. yeah, okay. So let's let's touch on the last FA Cup game that we're looking at is the Chelsea versus More Cumber. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't even know where these guys are from. What are they? Fishmongers more, or more, something? More 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 cam, more cam, yeah. Oh, there we go. More cam. Isn't it the team isn't it the team that's from that's from Merseyside? Who's there's, there's a there's there's a team that's playing there's a team that's playing a team from Merseyside, man. That uh, out, man. I think my point is though that so they they're a town in Lancashire. Yeah, they're in Lancashire on no, the no, Irish no. Sea. Okay. Point is the fact that I have to Google them. Chelsea should be coming to this game, and regardless of who they put on the park, they should be steamrolling them, absolutely demolishing them. I actually wonder what do you think would happen to a Frank if he doesn't get a result here, you think it's curtains closed for him then? Or do you uh, think they'll still gone. stick with him? No, he's gone. He'd be, be a goner. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would fire him. But but uh, similarly, uh, Diego Simeone lost to a team in the fourth tier of, third or fourth tier of Spanish football yesterday in the, in the Copa del Rey. So, but but obviously he's got, he's got the license of being the top of the La, La Liga. So I think if, if, if Chelsea... Don't put out a convincing victory. Um, he, he needs to start Timo Werner. Timo Werner needs some goals, man. He needs to get some confidence. Uh, find the back of the net, you know. Uh, instead of trying to trying to foul himself with the with the corner flag, you know, like he did yeah. on the weekend. <laughs> that was quite funny, man. But the, 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 you know, you you run the risk of if you do play him. I mean, if you play him, he should be scoring goals in this game. So it is one that you you should be letting a player run out. But if if he does yeah. go out there. And you know he doesn't do the business, then I think the the impact, the psychological impact, is far greater than it would be in a normal game. If that makes sense. But the, I yeah. think the fortunate thing is for a team of Vedna and a Frank Lampard is the fact that the game is going to be played at Stamford Bridge. If it was played away there in Morecambe sort of area, I think I would really be fearful 
for for the players True. going there. But it, it should be a pretty much one a routine sort of result there. No, they do, they should they should definitely. And I think um, last season they had a nice FA Cup run, and obviously just lost in lost in the final to to Arsenal. So I think yeah, they should use this game to to play some of the the guys who haven't been getting game time. You know, play your 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 um, Gilmore's. Um, and play other players. There's some there's some youngsters um, um, from from Chelsea because obviously Chelsea recently have been doing very well in the FA Cup, FA Youth Cup. Um, you know they've been dominating it. They wanted uh, last season they lost they lost to Man City. Or they lost to Man City in the final last season. Uh, but yeah, they've got some youngsters. So play the youngsters. Uh, play what's this guy's name? Uh, play Kepa in goal. Uh, give him a run out. You know what I mean? Kepa's Kepa. He's still in the Spanish, uh, Spain, Spanish. No, I'll, I'll be honest, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, man, come on, man. Frank, no, come if on. I'm Frank Lampard, if I'm Frank Lampard right now, and you have to get three, po- you have to get this win, go progress. Oh. There's no way you're risking a kepa out there. You never know what could happen. You never know what could happen. You know, like he's one of those guys who gets overconfident. He does something ridiculous, and you know what the problem is when a goalkeeper has to overcompensate is he does yeah. those TV TV dives unnecessarily so and ends up giving away something because he's trying to really prove himself. I've played with a lot of keepers like that. One of them, you know, he's not here right now. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Wow, okay. um, no, I'm just kidding about Nick being one of those keepers. But yeah, I have played with a few keepers like that. But one thing I want to ask you, Cello, is when we're looking at Chelsea right now, if you were Frank Lampard, I know we're talking about him being very unsure of his selections and who he plays, yeah. who he doesn't play. From an attacking point of view, as well as a sentiment in terms of he's moving forward, his midfield and his front three, who would you be starting? Uh, in the league or just this weekend? Well, generally, like who do you think the, his strongest team is? Because you know, there's the options. He's got the options. I think, I think you know, with, with what, what I've seen this season, right, is striker, he needs to start um, Abraham or Giroud in the center, uh, center striker role. Uh, play on the on the on on the left, right, and then play ZH on the right, right, and then you play uh, what's his Kante, uh, Mason Mount, um, and uh, what's this guy's name, um, Kovacic in the in the midfield, right? That's the that's your midfield three because Havertz and Werner haven't said uh, you know haven't been the best, you know. Um, that like ZH at least when he has played. Um, he has contributed in terms of assists, and he has actually looked good. Um, and Pulisic, um, he's actually had, you know, he's had, he's he's had uh, obviously some good performances as well. So I think those are the players that that you that that you start right now because they're the ones who are performing. Um, and also Havertz has just come back from from COVID, um, so those are the players you start. And then on the right you played uh, what's his Reese James, on the left you played Chilwell, centre back you played um, Zuma and um, Thiago Silva, and then in goals Edward, Edward Mendy. I think that that. That that should be how he how he sets up. Um, I think before Havertz got COVID, there was a time where he was playing Havertz and Mount with Kante in the midfield, and it did well. They won uh, three 0 against. See, I think the against, biggest problem, um, I think the biggest issue, Silo, is the Mount sort of jigsaw. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's doing, doing, a lot, he, doing a lot. Yeah, doing a lot. He wants to always play his son. Yeah, I don't know why he always wants he's to doing play. Doing so much to keep him in the like for me the bit. Yeah, two, like. For me, your three best attacking players in the Chelsea squad are uh, Hudson Odoi. I think fantastic. Every time he's on the field, he's he looks menacing. You, I you think, see exactly. And I think Pulisic as well, and then obviously Ziyech is a flipping edge, like this 
this left foot yeah. is more yeah. educated than most guys, you know, in South Africa. Mm. And mm. I, like, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of if you have Giroud playing leading the line, then you've got the experience to hold the ball up. You've got to put a situation can play in behind him. And then you've got Ziyech and Kalem Modoy. And then you, you, yeah, like for me, I think that's a no-brainer. But like I said, I think he's doing so much for Mason Mount. No, true. He is trying to accommodate Mount um, a lot. And I, and I know Chelsea fans get frustrated at the fact that he, he, no matter what, no matter his performances, it's similar actually to, 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 to Zidane's um, affiliation or, or romance with uh, Lucas Vasquez. You know, there's certain players that these coaches just always try to accommodate them, whether they're playing him out of position on the left or they're playing in the middle. They, they just find a way to put him in. Because if you remember last season, you play left wing sometimes, um, or you play as a 10, or you play as an 8. He just tries to fit him in somehow, somewhere, somewhere, shape or form, and he doesn't actually rotate him out. Uh, but yeah, if if actually if 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 in an ideal world, um, Frank actually could open up his eyes, take him out, put a Havertz in uh, with a Kovacic, because at least with Havertz, Havertz's best position is 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 basically a ten or a nine point five. You know, I mean? he used to play as a as a false nine or as a ten. That that those are the two best positions that he played for 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 for, for Leverkusen, and then for Germany. The call for Germany doesn't start because obviously Germany want, uh, play with the with the with the fast attackers with um, Serge Gnabry, um, Sane, and Werner as, as 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 the forward players. So I think he definitely needs to definitely needs to. Let's see what what what, what Scott says. Uh, James Zuma saw the children. If Mosa saw the Jorginho, they wait 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 wait. There's one too many. Oh, okay, not one too many players. Okay, okay, that's good. Ah, uh, but Timo Werner, man, no man. Uh, I agree with the with the with the Hudson Odoi edition, but. Werner definitely not, man. Scott uh, Billy thinks he can talk to Werner the best out of him. <laughs> I think yeah. Werner, I think Werner, like I think he's having his biggest issues when he, he's walked into the, the training ground. He hasn't felt the love. You know what I mean? He's come in with a lot of expectation, and other players are looking left, looking right, and they're going, Cool. Well, you've come in with a lot of money. Let's see what you've got because we want starting places in as well. So, like for Chelsea, it's it's not a it's not a sort of situation where the players are going, shit. You know, he's coming in, he's our main man. Yeah, let's let's make him feel like the main man. It's like, no, 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 no. You come in here with a lot of money. Let's see what you've got. Oh, shit, that touch was pretty bad. Hey, that was awful. <laughs> How much did they spend on you again? Yeah, I'm coming for your place. And I know that tends to be the sort of attitude in most big clubs, but I think it's very mm. different. Like, if you look at Jota training with the Liverpool as soon as he came in, the feeling, also, it's a different sort of thing. Jota came in with a different expectation. Wasn't they meant to be leading the line? And that's sure. why a player like him is excelling. And I think if Werner is coming to... Yeah. Yeah, actually, I wonder if he had come to Liverpool, would we not be seeing better a better Werner as opposed to him being at Chelsea? And not not I'm not saying because I'm a Liverpool fan, but I'm wondering because of the, the two different scenarios, if him coming in as a backup yeah. player as opposed to having to also, prove also, himself. Because you know, Red Bull was an underdog side, right? It wasn't a also, sort of also the, the environment, the environment, man. You also come into a team where there's a German manager already in the, already. There's already a, a relationship. You know, you he manages German. You're German. You come in. You know, what I mean, there's not there's, expected to shine from the beginning. You exactly. Time, there's, you know, you can find. Comes from Leipzig already. You know, there's already something. You know that 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 there's something already in the team that can at least connect you together. Whereas a Chelsea gets in, it's a different. You know, it's 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 Chelsea, man. Chelsea is a is a is a is a, is a affluent area in, in in the UK. You know, what I mean, you get there, it's this ground. You know, what I mean, they 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 hire and fire. Um, there's so much pressure on you. As a player, um, you expect it to be the guy who's actually supposed to be banging in the goals, who's supposed to be transforming their team from a number four team to a number 
one or two team and you're not doing it, you know. And, and at Liverpool, where there's going to be, a, you're just trying to stay number one, basically, you know. You're trying to stay number one and then see the, and obviously the load is shared amongst yourself, Mane, um, Salah, Firmino, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's shared. Now at, uh, now at Chelsea, ah, man, who is he sharing it with? And I, and I can tell you. Goal, goal, I don't even know, yeah. Yeah, man. And I mean, I can tell you, like, when I, or per- personally speaking, I would prefer coming into a scenario where there's less expectation than when, because it's exactly that. When there's a lot of expectation from you, everyone else is a lot harder on you because they want you yeah. to get there fast. They don't give you that time to embed yourself. I think when I was yeah. in Norway and I was in this, in this team called Humcom, I went in there and it's typical. I always tell people this same thing in a work environment. I went in there. And all these Norwegians, and there were two. There was a guy from France, and there was a guy from Ghana. Obviously, those are the two guys I connected with the most. The other guys, though, they didn't make, they didn't spend the time, they didn't spend the effort. They saw me as a threat coming in there. You know, you had to hit the ground running. If you didn't hit the ground running, you know, you land up packing your bags. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's it's very it's an intimidating sort of thing. So now throw fifty million pounds on top of that coming in there, and you've got these youngsters who want your spot. You are from London. Who are Chelsea fans? You know, it's, it's tough to remove those sort of guys. Yeah, um, but also, yeah, Jason Mack brings up a valid point. Jota being in England for a while was also the difference when you're looking yeah. at. Yeah, so yeah. it was. You know, it's funny is when Liverpool Liverpool signings are very interesting because when they make the signings, you go, really? Like, I mean, yeah, but for that much, you know, like I think I did the thing, the same thing with Man. Man was huge at at Southampton. I remember watching him at Stamford Bridge. Funny enough, when they beat them three one. You can actually got you guys can go Google that. You can see me sitting behind the Chelsea goals with the Portuguese flag. <laughs> I got told they put that flag down. Anyway, very relevant. Um, but but my point is, my point is, wait, what was my point? Oh, my point oh, was Southampton. Like, my point was Southampton. Yeah, the money was great, but when he went to Liverpool, I was like, for that amount of money at the time, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then started yeah, the same thing. And then got to the same thing. Yeah. So I don't know, you know. And, and these are the guys that Brendan Rodgers didn't want to work with, by the way. But um, let's, we're going to move on quickly, Silo. And um, we're going to discuss our predictions for these four games. We yeah. might as well start with the Aston Villa-Liverpool game, if it happens. What do you think? Um, I think it'll be... Uh, let's go for a... Yeah, man, hey, I don't know. If, if it goes ahead tomorrow, um, I say um, 2-1 to Liverpool. Um, thinking that... Five first team players will have COVID. They'll be able to play. They'll have five other players with, you know, bench players or whatever. So two one to Liverpool. Yeah, I think if the game does go ahead, that'll probably be the scenario. But I'll, I'll lean. I'll be more cautious and say one 0 just because we're struggling at the moment to create anything in the final third. And if we're playing other players, but maybe that's exactly what Liverpool need. You know, we can side. Yeah, we can start us changing our players, rotating the squad, giving them a bit of a lift, just saying, hey, showing the, the first team guys, listen, we are breathing down your net. Yeah, man. The last, time, says, the, last, the last time Minamino started, you guys scored seven goals. So, yeah, man. Come on. Man, I'm, the- a, I'm, a, I'm a tucky fan, man. I like that guy. You know, a lot of fans come down a hot. Some of the guys I've been chatting to, I don't know, some Liverpool fans are very uneducated. Some They're like, no, we must get rid of this guy. I was like, listen, the dude come from Germany. He's Japanese. He only knows how to speak Japanese and German. And he's, he's coming in January, halfway through. Like, Give this guy some time. Yeah, he's a smart little player. He's a good player. I like it. People need to be given time and to, to, to acclimatize, man. You can't just, you know, 12 months. Especially Japan, bro. Japan is very different. Very, and it's, very and it's, different. And it's 12 months only, man. Yeah. 
Anyway, so Scott says Liverpool three 0 Jason three. So you guys are seeing goals in Liverpool, there. Eh? I'm I'm gonna go with that. I'm still gonna be cautious and say one 0 Liverpool. Um, the next game, let's go Arsenal Newcastle. Uh, Arsenal three one. I just think, yeah, let's 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 let Arsenal three one. Yeah, just just because of how Steve Bruce sets up, man, he sets up in a in a rubbish way, and I think that Europa League team. I've watched a couple of Arsenal matches in the Europa League. And they've been good. So I think those youngsters, um, what's his, uh, Edin Ketia and all those people, uh, Pepe on the right will be good as well. So I think, let me give Arsenal to do one. Yeah, and Martinelli. Uh, Martinelli is actually my favorite Arsenal player. Uh, he'll start and he'll score a goal. Yeah, I, you know, I think this is a cup game, dude. A cup game is different. It's only 90 minutes. You're not playing for long-term season, thinking about the next game. You're going, it's 90 minutes. I'm going to give it all I got. And if Steve Bruce does what he does... And he frustrates Arsenal. It's going to be very, very... If, if, well, let me put it this way. If the game is still 0-0 at 75th minute, Uh-oh. it's going to go the distance. <laughs> it's going to go the distance. And I'll, I'm in agreement with the Scotch here saying extra time and penalties. I think it's going to be... The, the, but there will be a goal. I don't think it's going to go 0-0 penalties. I think 1-0. But I think 1-0 Newcastle. <laughs> Nick is going to be happy with you, man. Just, just because, you know... Arsenal on that high, they're on that bounce. So, you know, when, when a ball bounces, gravity's got to come down at some point. It's that rhythm. So they've won three, now they've got to come down again. They've got to come up again. That's completely flawed logic. Never apply this to any of your betting results ever. Okay. Um, Jason says draw and four second, le- uh, yeah, first. Uh, well, I can't speak right now. There's no more, there's no, there's no replays. There's, there's no replays. No replays, Jason. We, what homework are you doing here, man? Come on, give us some proper feedback. Shit. Okay, next game, um, Man United Watford. Yeah, let's let's go for a a two one to Man United. Um, Watford are what top eight in the in the championship. Uh, haven't haven't been doing too Stacked bad. Their manager again uh, though. Did you yes. know that? Yeah, they did. They did. Yes, they did. Uh, but they signed some nice some some Norwegian um, Norwegian. Yeah, no, it's some Danish guy who was playing in Norway. Uh, who just won the Norwegian league uh, with um, uh, Bodo Glimmet. Um Apparently, he's an exciting player. Um, so, I think 2-1 to United. Uh, Ismail Asar is still there. Um, so, I definitely think they'll still cause some trouble. And obviously, we're going to ro- hopefully rotate. Um, yeah, 2-1 to, to, to United. Yeah, Scotty sharing the same sentiment. Jason saying 2-0 to, Wat- uh, to United beating Watford. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go say... Two uh one nil. One nil United. Go with that. I almost I was I was undecided between three goals, two goals, or one goal. I was like, no, it's gonna be one goal. Oh, wow, it's man. gonna you be a tight weekend. You went from three to one. Yeah, I did. I did. But I started thinking slowly, you know, this is a cup game. If they cons if you know, actually let me retract that a little bit. Because it is a cup game. If United score, Watford have nothing to lose, they're gonna they're gonna go forward. Can we see United really keeping a clean sheet? I don't think so, especially if you rotate the squad. But United will definitely, yeah, they'll definitely outscore them. So I, I think it's going to be a one-goal difference. So I said one-nil. So let me just change that a little bit. I'm going to say three-two to United. I think that makes more sense in my head when I've worked it out. Wow, man. yeah, three-two to United. Yeah, uh, and, and then this one. Yeah, no, I say five-five-nil to Chelsea. More came in League Two. So and what what are they? What are they? What are they in the log? Um, I say 5 0 to Chelsea. Um, Timo Werner will score two goals, Giroud will score one. Um, let me check more camp. 
More. Also, like another pronunciation now, thanks to Scott, is more cam. But the B and the E are very um, deceptive, right? Because if you take the B away, it's more came. And then if you have the B and the E, it's more come, which is interesting. And come is spelled <laughs> like Scott spelled it. Okay, it's C U M. It's very you, interesting you, language, you, the English language. They're number seven in League Two, and they've scored 27 goals in 20 games. So, yeah. Oh. So maybe seven. they'll get a goal. So what's your prediction? They're five, they're five points off, off number one. and Yeah, they're five points off number one. But I, I still say 5-0. It's a Stanford bridge, so 5-0. 5-0. Jason going 6. Yeah, 4 nil is a good one. I'm going to go 4-0. Scotty, what's your prediction before you run away to soccer practice, man? How's his team doing, by the way, man? Isn't Yeah, like, how are you doing? Yeah, what league do you they, play? They, we don't want to research. We'll show you. We'll feature I, I think, you here. I think, I think they, they, they league one. I think they league one in, in Scotland, aren't they? I don't know. Who do you play for, Scott? No, the team he coaches, man. Oh, the team you coach? Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, that's pretty it's decent. Sweet. Okay. All right. Uh, Silo, sorry. I'm getting... Scott can tell us and then we'll do the research and we'll, we'll punt his team here a little bit because, you know, we have to. Um, before we go, we talk about the transfer talk quickly. Briefly, yeah, quickly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the, one of the the craziest things I I read today was Barcelona coming out saying they're confident Messi will sign a contract, oh, yeah. Yeah. but no, they but will listen. even they're considering buying an MLS franchise just because he wants to retire in the US. So they're considering buying a whole MLS soccer franchise to keep him. For him, that, yeah, I think that's the problem with the modern Barcelona. But that's the the extent of how much money this this player brings but, to the club. But do you know do you know how stupid Barcelona is? Oh man, actually, it's actually ridiculous. I actually found out recently what Barcelona does sometimes. Right? Is that they sign they sign you? What they did now with the players now when they wanted to send one of them to take a pay cut, right? So you've got a a three year a three year contract with Barcelona. They ask you to take a pay cut, um, and then with the pay cut, what 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 happens is that they will still pay you after you leave or they'll sign you on as an ambassador and pay you the remaining amount of your salary as an ambassador. Yeah, but I think a lot of clubs do that. A lot of clubs do, do, do that. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, well, they keep it. It's all the older players, rather. The players that are on the verge of retirement. But I, what, my point is the amount of money Messi is generating for a, a Barcelona. So I, much I, so I, that I, they're going... I'm not sure. What's Wait, that? Can you see Queen's Park, number, number one in League Two in Scotland. Shit, Scotty. Well done, number man. One, yeah, number one you in League Two. some footage. You didn't send us some yeah, footage. Man. You'll show the people, man. Also, <laughs> if, you're looking for, if you're looking for players, let me know. I've, I've got a friend or two that's an agent, uh, and I know some players, so we, we can discuss some business, but <laughs> off the record. Um, yeah, but yeah, with, with Messi, so with Messi, yeah. man, listen, I think he's going to stay. Um, I'm just thinking about the way you were celebrating yesterday. He was very happy, man. I've never seen Messi smile so much. He scored two goals yesterday against Athletic Bilbao. Um, um, Pedri is, an, is a 17-year-old magician in the midfield, and they are tearing it up together. And I think he's finding a connection with, 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 with Pedri that he had with Iniesta, for instance, because Pedri is the next big thing in, in Spain and uh, a good signing for Barca. And I think he will probably want to stay for a bit longer because... He likes the connection that they have. And if Barcelona does buy him this franchise in, in, in America, which is stupid, but yeah, if they buy this franchise in America, I think that he will actually like that. 
But here's the thing, though. You know, I'm thinking about it. It just shows you how much pool this guy's got. Because for them to consider starting a whole franchise in the States, the yeah. amount of money, they yeah. still think it'll be a profitable business. Yeah. Is it's, It just shows the enormity in terms of his brand equity that he offers. And also, yeah. I, I think they're debating the fact that the amount of the American players or the youngsters that are coming through playing in the, in the European leagues and the quality at which they're developing these players is also something for them to go, okay, well, what we'll do is a New York City sort of vibe. We'll just turn it yeah. into a feeder club, send, um, that's my city sort of structure, send Messi there, get some young players, and then feed them into Barcelona. You know, it extends the brand. It extends. True, it, true, it's, true. it's actually not right. a bad move when we think about like it. A city, like a city football group. Exactly. Exactly like that. So when you, when you start playing yeah. around with that, it does make sense. It just shows you the amount of money that's involved with regards to when you're talking about Messi, though. No, that's true. And I think, um, actually, if we're touching on the whole like City football group, Red Bull football group, because now the Premier League is, has all these permit rules and everything, I think they might actually, like my, more clubs might actually look at that whole, um, you know, that whole uh, worldwide view term, in terms of having satellite um, teams and... In, and yeah. other continents and everything, because obviously now the Premier League's all these rules were work permits, and you can't sign uh, players under the age of eighteen. You can only sign three players between eighteen and eighteen and twenty-one, which is rubbish and stuff. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but yeah, with the transfer, with the transfers um, going on now, it's actually crazy that Sebastian Haller has gone to to Ajax. To Ajax. <laughs> for twenty million, twenty mil, and they signed for forty-five mil. So West Ham has lost twenty-five million on him. Um, and that sounds like a that sounds like a standard business deal for West Ham on the weekend. That's no, kind no, of how they do business: shopping. overspend, lose money. Shopping. Yeah, but then, um, one thing I do want to say, though, yeah, yeah. no, one thing. Oh, they don't have a replacement. Yeah, apparently Anatovic wants to come back, and and and. But like, like you said, Diego cost on a free, so that could be a possibility for them. Oh, that would oh, make oh, sense. Yeah. I would guess like that for a team like a David Moyes, a gritty sort of side. Uh, Diego cost oh, would yeah. slot in there perfectly. A man with teeth, you know. He, does, he bites and he kicks and he does a whole bunch of other things. Um, but going back to the whole My City group sort of formula, um, I think it's John Comites, whatever. What's that guy's name who's the owner yeah. of Cape Town City? Oh, Cape Town City, yeah. Comites, I yeah. mean, what did you think his whole plan was there? I know he's approached Man City from what I've heard via the gay fan. He, in the past, he has approached them like to, to sort of buy the club over. So that's why he's been building the club in that sense. I don't think so he's going to come right. Yeah. Just because I think from a South African perspective, there's enough equity here. And also, if we are producing more players, which, by the way, we need to talk about, Jimmy Tao. Jimmy Tao. Jimmy Tao. Jimmy Tao. Jimmy right back from Kaiser Chiefs, bro. Oh, baby. Oldies. <laughs> oh, wow. I remember playing at Tux and the Oak was still running up and down the line there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, Percy Tao, the right Tao. Has yeah, gone back yeah. to Brighton. I suppose it's a move that makes sense for Brighton. So watch out. Two and a half years out on loan. It actually feels like yesterday he signed for Brighton. Yeah, man. Actually, it's, it's actually great for him. Uh, wow, man. I never thought that it was actually going to happen because obviously the work permit rules previously were, were actually a hindrance. But actually now, because the work permits um, after Brexit, they've changed the work permit rules. Um, you get you get a it's a point system. You need to get 15 points to get to get a work permit, uh, and then you get credits for playing in the Champions League. Copa uh, Libertadores, uh, Copa Sudamericana. Um, so Percy Tau played in the Champions League for Club Bruges. Um, he's played at the Bernabeu, played at the Parc de Princes um, against PSG and Real Madrid. So those credits helped him to get a work permit, and that's how he could qualify for it now. Uh, and he's in the squad for for the game for the FA Cup game on Sunday. So it'll be actually good to see a Premier League. Um, I'm South African uh, in the Premier League. I'm excited, game. man. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, like, yeah, man. He, he used to. 
Um, and when and I used to watch him play, I never thought he had a chance. Yeah? I'm not going to lie. I thought this guy had chicken wings for arms, and I was like, there's no way he's going to crack it overseas. Interesting enough, right, in Belgium, for the three teams that he's played for in Belgium, his debut, he scored a goal via a chip. Like, you know, a dink. He scored all three, all, all three clubs. He scored, he scored via dink. Like, the, the, like literally. I like that. So, so what you guys are getting here, breaking news, Selo's future prediction here, seeing as we've just passed prediction things, is, is uh, I nearly said Jimmy Tiger and Percy Tiger is going to score on his debut for, for Brighton with a little dinky chip. That's what he's going to do. Dinky. So look, look out for him. But I, I want to talk about two sort of incomings and outgoings in Manchester United. Um, one of the players yeah. is Rojo. Your left back, Rojo, apparently he's agreed terms with Boca Juniors, but Boca Juniors want to get him on the free. So they said, listen, we've agreed terms with you, but you need to go back to Manchester United and just release you. So that's kind of what's yeah. happening there. And then there's another 18-year-old player that you guys have signed from Atalanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think think about those two guys? Yeah, Rojo needs to go, man. Um, I think right now um, it's, it's, his time is done. Um, he hasn't played much um, under Ole. Um, he went on loan. Um, to Estudiantes um, in Jan- last January. I uh, didn't play much though there. Uh, I think this is a perfect time for him to to, to go. Uh, we need to sell him. Um, Phil Jones needs to get fit, and then we can sell him to like a we can sell him to like a Newcastle. Newcastle will be perfect for like a Phil Jones. Um, but Phil Jones as well, his contract. I don't know why, man. These guys, you know, they extend contracts in the hope that they can sell the players and still make some money. But then the player gets injured. Then you stuck with the player. You can't even get rid of him because he's injured. So I think you need to get rid of uh, Rojo and they need to help uh, Phil Jones get back to full fitness and then sell him. Uh, but yeah, with the 18-year-old Amad Diallo uh, from Atalanta, uh, he hasn't he, he scored on his debut. He was the youngest player who's ever sc- scored a goal in um, Serie A uh, in 2019 at the age of, uh, let's, let's see, it's, uh, 2018-19 season. Um, and yeah, he's, he's an exciting player, plays um, on the right wing mainly. Uh, but can also play on the, on the left wing as well. Um, he's got a um, uh, close um, close ball control, a uh, low center of gravity. Um, he's from Ivory Coast. Um, he's been playing uh, for Atalanta since the age of 13. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, he's, 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 he's an exciting talent. And I think he... I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, the videos I've seen of him, I've, he played in the Champions League. He got his debut in Champions League against uh, FC Michelin. Um, and he and he created a cha- created a couple of chances. Um, quite a good player. Let's see what he does. Um, let's. But also, Man United fans shouldn't ex- put too much hype on him because they've been hyping him too much, man. Because yeah. Juventus, Juventus wanted to sign him, AC Milan wanted to sign him, other clubs wanted to sign him. You know, they're calling they're calling him um, they're calling him what you know the next Messi type of thing. No, man, don't just because he's got that left foot type thing off the right. You know, don't 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 be putting pressure on on players. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, let's see what he can do. Uh, but but also for on your side, uh, are you guys signing a centre back? You know, um, that that's the big question. No, look, I think it's going to be last thing we say before we end the show. But yeah, no, it doesn't look like we're going to sign any centre backs. They have been looking at Ozan Kabak from Schalke. <laughs> <laughs> So I pulled the plug in Scott. I wasn't sure what was going on there. No, man, hey, it's, it's, it's low chilling. It's low chilling in Scotland. Yeah, no, you can't be having the same problems we're having this side, Scott. That's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, no, so uh, Liverpool, we're looking at Ozan Kabak, 20-year-old from Schalke, but they're not interested in signing him now. So I think AC Milan might sneak in there and take the player. 
They are they have categorically ruled out another player who's playing in France. I've forgotten his name now. I think it's uh, it's like a Sven or something like that. Some interesting name. So I think they're going to hang on to what they have. Guy from Low. Yeah, Sven Botman or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I think they, they're not going to get him. Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think Liverpool have, and and this is the thing with Liverpool. If they're saying they're not going to do something like that, and based on the circumstances, and if it doesn't make sense financially, they don't go ahead and do it. So, and Jurgen Klopp likes working as an underdog, looking for constraints. He loves it. I think he thrives on that. He loves like the fact that people like tie the purse strings and going, oh yeah, I see what you're spending there. I can make this work. So I don't think they're going to be looking for a center back, to be honest. But if they do, it would obviously, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But yeah, I don't think Because also, man, like, Matip is not a reliable center back in terms of fitness. No, no. He actually, he gets more injuries than Keita does. And Keita's, like you said, over age. Exactly. So you need to then have someone for even when Gomez and, and Van Dijk come back, you need to have someone who is a proper centre back. You know what I mean? Cool. Yes, Phillips and uh, Williams are there, but but still, you need you need someone who you feel is going to be challenging Gomez in two years, for instance. Especially considering now that Man City are back in a way, they've they've used exactly. this sort of time, they've used this period, and they've gone under the radar. And now they're in the mix, and I think it's going to be, <laughs> I think they're going to be the team at the end that's going to need beating. Because, exactly. yeah, like you said, exactly. the pair between John Stones, it all depends. You know, John Stones might go off the rail. And if Kyle Walker comes back and he prefers Kyle Walker, then we're in, we're in there with the shot. But other than that, yeah. But no, uh, I think cool, that, that pretty much concludes the, the show there, Celo. Thank you very much for joining yeah. me, my man. That's cool, man. Thanks, thanks. Uh, it was a good show apart from our battles, but it's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. The we'll battles is what had people watching. After the battles, ah, people went quiet. Ah, We've only got Scott watching it. us now. But it's all good. It's all good. It's all. It's all good. It's all. It's all good. It's all in good taste. You know what I mean. We need to. We need to have the the robust discussions. You know what I mean. But uh, uh, next time when we just the two of us, we're gonna uh, delve deep into Firmino and his uh, influence. Yeah, definitely. I think we can save a separate show for that as well. We can just call it the Firmino show. We just all talk about Firmino all season. All season, we can do that. I don't mind. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, Celo, thanks a lot, man. Thanks, Scott, for joining us. Oh, we're back. So you're just hearing us. Oh, you're not even seeing us. Oh, now that we're back, oh, we're leaving. Oh, yeah. oh, no, no. Uh, hey. uh, Scotty. Also, all we need you. All the best to Scott um, in the, what, they're playing a Scottish Cup game, I think. Uh, yeah, they're playing a Scottish Cup game against Queen of the South on, on the 8th, tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow night, yeah. We're playing tomorrow night, guys. So keep your eyes out for Queens Park FC. Scott, one of he is technically he's become our number one watching. We love you, Scott. And yeah, his team's playing tomorrow, so look out for them. Especially all you South Africans are looking for a different kind of football. Um, this is it. This is the one. We've got a affiliate, and then maybe we can arrange. We can get Scott on the show when he's available, and he can tell us how things are going. He must. He must actually get us a link to watch the game somehow, man. Yeah, if you can, Scott, send us a link and we'll share it on uh, Twitter and other places. Yeah. All right, man. Guys, thanks a lot for joining us. We enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, And, you know, we don't know what's happening with our squad. COVID, uh, SCOM issues, load shedding. Yeah, no, next time. (laughs) All right, we'll see see you guys on Tuesday. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Cheers. We're still on. We're still on.